Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, but off the top in this hour, an interesting new survey about how young women perceive the idea of being the so-called breadwinner in the family. Uh, it's still not a majority, obviously, but an increasing number of, of women do out-earn their male partner, either their husband or boyfriend, whatever the case is. And so this new survey finds a lot of angst amongst young women about that, about that responsibility, maybe how they perceive their partner as a result, and maybe how their partners perceive themselves. How do men feel about earning less than their partner, their female partner? I wanted to explore this in a bit more detail. Joining us on the line is Ashley Ford, who's a senior features writer at Refinery29.com, where they did the survey. Ashley, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Now, first of all, I guess this is becoming more common, isn't it, that that females out-earn their male partners? Yeah, it is becoming more, um, well, to be perfectly honest, for a few reasons, it's becoming more common. Um, One of those reasons is that while men tend to work at the same rates as women, men also tend to um, not be as interested at times in going into professions that have eventually caused women who went to school for them to out-earn them. Um, A lot of blue-collar working is still predominantly done by men. And a lot of work that requires a college degree more and more is being done by women who went to college. So, yeah, it's it's happening more and more that women are are outwarning their male partners or spouses. Yes. Okay. And so why would there be apprehension about that? It's not necessarily that there's apprehension about taking on the role of the breadwinner. A lot of times it's sort of like um, an apprehension around the unknown. Because unfortunately, even though we are seeing more women out earning the men in their lives, we are also not seeing the catch up of conversation about what that looks like for women and what that looks like for their time, what that looks like for them policy wise on the job, what that looks like when they come home and are still expected to cook and clean and, you know, do a lot of the work that is still considered women's work or mother's work or wife's work, um, even though they are out earning the man. So it, it can change the dynamic of the relationship, potentially? Absolutely, it can change the dynamic of the relationship. Um, a lot of these activities, a lot of these chores and things like that are still very gendered. And there's also the fact that men, you know, it still means something for men to be able to say, my wife doesn't work or my wife doesn't have to work. And it's sort of a status symbol to be able to have a family who you completely care for on your on your own income and on your own salary. 
And the same just isn't true for women. When women out earn their husbands or, you know, when their husbands don't work or don't have to work, that's not a brag. You know, if a woman walks into a room and says, you know, oh, well, you know, my husband doesn't work. People think she's saying things aren't okay (laughs) in her marriage if her husband doesn't work or they're saying or they think that like he's lazy or they think that she's being taken advantage of. Um, They're just there's still very gendered stereotypes about what it means to be a person who does not work in a traditional um, job or someone who even stays home and cares for the kids. That is still a very different experience for men versus women. But what about how women perceive men who earn less than them? Do, do, do they perceive mm-hmm. those men any differently? It depends. You know, when I did this study, some women, um, absolutely, most of the women actually felt like there was no reason a man should feel emasculated or like a woman or like a woman sees him differently because he earns less. Um, But you see that more so when both are earning a very comfortable wage. Now, if a man is earning $20,000 a year to her $120,000 a year, then from the data that I saw, it, it can mess with her perception of, you know, his manliness or of her femininity, to be perfectly honest. It is a lot more women concerned about whether or not their partners still consider them feminine, um, more so than their concern over whether or not he is still masculine. Yeah. Well, and, and I wonder, too, if, if to men it's, it's something that, that seems emasculating. I I think it can. You know, a lot of the women who responded to my survey did say that their partners um, worried at the very least about what it looked like. You know, I'm in a relationship where I'm the breadwinner um, and my boyfriend, who is, you know, I consider very feminist and a very evolved man. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still, you know, at times when I'm like, hey, you know, he's a writer. And I'm like, would you need to, to take some time off from work and work on your book? And he can't fathom not working and being completely supported by me. Um, And I think that that's the case for a lot of these men is that they just don't want to be completely supported by someone else. And even if the woman makes more, that's sort of taking it a bridge too far. Right. I mean, ideally, you want both people in a relationship to be happy with what they're doing. And so if, if the man yeah. is, is a teacher and he loves being a teacher and, and the woman is a you know, powerful attorney and she loves that, it, it shouldn't be an issue, should it? Yeah. And, you know, the data actually shows that when that's the case, when both people are completely happy doing the work that they do and the bills are paid and, you know, they are able to feed their children or, you know, able to eat on their own, then nobody's really concerned about who makes more in those instances, um, much less likely to see either uh, side of that partnership be concerned about who's making more when both are just satisfied and fulfilled by the work that they do. Uh, it gets tricky when a woman, you know, feels like she is being forced to keep a job or get a job that she doesn't actually want in order to support a husband who doesn't make either enough or anything at all. Well, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's certainly what you found in this, this survey, that a lot of them do feel exhausted, maybe even resentful. They, they feel stressed. Yeah. They feel pressure. So, and so this is among mm-hmm. you know, so-called millennials, younger women, that, that this does concern them. 
Yeah, absolutely. It concerns them. And I think, you know, we have to look at the fact that millennials, for the most part, you know, when they talk about feeling exhausted, when they talk about feeling pressured and things like that, millennials in general um, across gender are a generation who has watched our parents kill themselves at jobs that then laid them off. And then we lost our homes and, you know, we lost our financial stability, you know, and these are parents who work so hard that they missed our school plays and they missed, you know, our basketball games and things like that. And then at the end of the day had nothing to show for it. And I think that millennials in general are worried more than anything else about taking jobs that demand a lot of them. And at the end of it, having nothing to show for it. So they tend to, you know, take jobs where the pressure, you know, is not, it doesn't cause them to live a similar life to what they watch their parents go through, you know, to no avail. And that's what's hard, you know, for a lot of these women is that they feel like they are taking jobs not based on what they want to do, um, but what they have to do in order to keep their families afloat. Right. Well, yeah, which, which you know, certainly is stressful. So, I mean, what, what's the takeaway here then, do you think? Is it it's something that it maybe couples need to be more open about? Is that kind of the, the first step? Oh, yeah. I think, like, really the biggest takeaway from the article to me is not necessarily that all women who make more feel um, exhausted or ashamed or embarrassed about making more than their male partners. The real lesson from the data is that Couples who had actually considered that the woman might be the breadwinner at some point were able to plan what that looked like for her and for the family and for him versus people who just sort of found themselves there, um, who ended up in situations where they didn't know how to talk about it or felt scared to talk about it. Um, it's just something that you have to talk about. It's something that you have to consider. It's something that you have to plan for. And you need to consider everybody's feelings when you're talking about it, you know, at the beginning of deciding to take on this partnership and especially a financial partnership. Um, as women, we want to be able to tell the men in our lives, you know, it may, there may come a point where I make more than you. Um, if that happens, you know, this is how I would like that to look. You know, I would like to, be more equitable at home with the chores that we do. Um, I would like to maybe hire someone up, someone else to ha- to handle our finances so that it doesn't become a huge, you know, talking point issue between the two of us. And, you know, men also need to be able to say, you know, I feel strange about the fact that you make more than me. Maybe I'm feeling emasculated by that. Maybe I feel embarrassed by that. Or maybe I just feel like, you know, I don't know what I should be doing to pick up the slack. And then they can have that open, honest conversation. But if you don't have the conversation, you can't help each other. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. Right. (laughs) Good point. Well, it's quite fascinating. People can read more for themselves, as mentioned, refinery29.com. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. There you go. That's Ashley Ford, senior features writer at Refinery29. So, yeah, there's a question. I mean, is it an issue? Look, you know, I dated a lot of Victoria's Secret models, and they earned millions of dollars, and it was never an issue, folks. Never an issue. Uh, actually, wait. Sorry, I'm being told that is fake, fake news. Fake news. All right. My apologies for that. 403-974-8255. But in all seriousness, is it an issue? I mean, I think we got this unique circumstance in Alberta in the downturn in the last couple of years 
where we've seen a lot of layoffs and cutbacks in some pretty heavily male-dominated industries. And I wonder if it does, at least in, in the short term here in Alberta, as we kind of wait and hope for things to turn around, if there is kind of that, that dynamic presenting itself, too. Anyway, 403-974-TALK. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.